Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Getting Gritty with Andrea. I have a special guest today, my friend Kayleen Miller, uh, preferred, preferred pronouns she, her. We're going to be talking about bipolar disorder, depression, and anxiety. Kayleen, can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Hi, so um, I am 22 years old. I'll be 23 this year. Um, I was diagnosed with bipolar when I was 19. And since then, it's just been kind of like a journey with a bunch of meds, therapy, coping skills, a lot of in and out of different programs. Um, I have not been hospitalized yet, but I almost was last year. Um, But instead, I always try to get out of that and I always try to get into the programs instead of the hospital because I really don't want to go there. So, um, yeah, that's basically that's that's the gist of it. And you have, um, so we're going to talk about bipolar disorder. Um, what is the definition and what has your been, what is your experience with it? Because I feel like we have like a lot of misinformation and stigma from the media and actually underrepresentation. because I don't really hear about that a lot. Right. I hear more about depression, anxiety, um, not really much about any other eating, not any eating disorders. And I don't really hear anything else besides those two um, in the media or movies or TV shows. So if you could tell us what that's really like. So basically, like, there's two different types of bipolar. There's, well, actually, I think there's three, but I'm informed Mm -hmm. well about two. There's bipolar one, bipolar two. With bipolar, you have your mania, which is your highs. You have your depression, which is the lows. And then you have, like, your kind of neutral, where you are at sometimes, but not most of the time. (laughs) I know for me, I'm barely neutral. Um... But, so with bipolar one, you are mania most of the time. So Mm -hmm. you are very high energy, you are indestructible, you are eating less, sleeping less, Um, you kind of think that you can just do anything. You're making Mm -hmm. kind of all these plans and all this stuff to do. You can do impulsive decisions such as spending money, um, piercings, tattoos, dyeing hair. And I know people (laughs) people are always like, oh, here they go, like the impulsive dyeing hair, but it's a real thing. Like, so um, I... I kind of, I don't have that one. I have bipolar two where I'm depressive most of the time. I don't mm-hmm. really have full mania episodes. I have more of hypomania, which is basically just a, it's a baby version of mania. Like mm-hmm. mania can go like crazy. It can go for months. Yeah. Hypomania can last for a few weeks to a few months. Um, but most of the time I'm more down than I am up. So um, I think it's just, it's kind of hard because... With bipolar, it also, like you said, ties into a bunch of other things. It ties into anxiety. It ties Mm -hmm. into depression. um, And having trauma on top of that, which is completely separate from the whole bipolar thing. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like sometimes it's hard to even know where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it just, it affects a lot of things. It affects your friendships. It affects your family. It puts a big toll on um, Mm -hmm. personal relationships that I think people don't understand. One thing I have been talking a lot about is the Kanye West situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, yeah, I've heard some stuff. They're trying to, they're, I feel like they're trying to pin his whatever crazy stuff he's going on and all his, like, I don't know what to call it right now, to be honest. He's, but, he's manic. It's yeah. mania. That yeah. is a complete great explanation of mania. You mm-hmm. think you are higher power. You have mm-hmm. high, high energy. You kind of get... 
And when it's so long, you start to get to this place where you're, like, delusional. You don't know what to believe. Like, I mean, even when I'm normal, like, say as today, I'm, I'm normal. <laughs> quote, unquote, quote, unquote, normal. I'm normal today. Um, just really bad anxiety today. But, like, I would say I'm normal, but I still have those thoughts where, like, I don't know what to believe. I don't know what's real. I don't know yeah. what isn't. And um, they have a word for that. Um, I don't say confusion. I don't think that's the word. <laughs> confusion. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, there's a medical term for it, I'm sure it'll pop up later, but basically where you don't know your realities, you don't know what's real, you don't know what isn't. Yeah. Like, and so, basically, I feel like he's a... (laughs) It's, he's, he's a perfect example. Okay. Um, yeah. But what makes me upset is that I'm hearing so many people say, oh, it's Kim and all of them's fault for him not taking his medication. I'm sorry. He's a grown-ass man. Yeah. If he wants to take his medication, he will take his medication. That is another problem that everybody with bipolar suffers with is that we have a love-hate relationship with meds. I hate meds. I don't want to be on them because I also have thoughts in my head from mostly mania saying like oh no that's just them trying to get to you like they're trying to get to you by doing the meds like they you what you're thinking that everybody thinks is crazy is actually correct and like they just want to get you on meds so that you don't you don't say anything else and so that stuff doesn't get like you start to think like crazy thoughts and Mm -hmm. you really believe this and i feel like it's just sad because a lot of people are kind of like making jokes about it yeah and then there's the people that are kind of taking it seriously where they're like yo this is real life like Mm -hmm. and it is like this is real stuff that families have to deal with like my grandpa having bipolar type one like it has destroyed our family like because Mm -hmm. of stuff that he has done and stuff that he has said and like the compulsive attitudes and behaviors and it's it's horrible and so it's like my heart goes out to like everybody who's dealing with him but even they have said out loud, like, we are only going to help when he wants help. Like, you have to get the yeah. help. And you, you, when you are dealing with a whole support system like I have, I have my psychologist, my psychiatrist, my, my friends and family support system. I have the doctors that I also go to. I mean, that whole support system, they all know. Like, okay, like, if I want it, I want it. If I don't want it, then you can't force anybody to exactly. do anything. Exactly. You know? I don't like that pinning it on, especially, like, the women. It's, like, because that's a usual thing that they'll do is try to make sure that we have to take care of the man, and I don't like that they're doing that as well. It just feels like they're really pinning it on them. Like, they're his mom or something like this. Like, it is something. Yes, they have to support him, Mm -hmm. but that's when he he needs it. You can't force him to. Exactly. And, like, everybody's, like... Well, he's on Twitter saying that they're they're trying to they're trying to lock him up and they're trying to da 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 and it's like yeah it mm-hmm. it may seem like that but they're not trying to lock him up they're trying to just get him hospitalized to get stable yeah. like but when you're mania Got and you're it. in a manic phase like that you're thinking everybody's after you like Got it. I mean yeah. You start paranoia. to you start to hear voices after a while like it paranoia can turn into, like yeah paranoia and it will like turn into like you thinking that you're schizophrenic i mean you start the mind is so fragile like it can only handle so much so when you're at a manic state for a long time just like if you're at a depressive state for a long time it'll show up physically it'll show up the way you act it'll show the way i mean it just it shows in so many ways exactly yeah and that's why thank you for putting that out there and like talking because that's a perfect example because everybody's talking about it and they're really 
I don't know, people just don't know what to think with him. And they're, I feel like it's because also in part that they don't understand what bipolar is. So they're really like, they've always demonized that one too. It's long with schizophrenia, DID, multiple personality disorder and other ones. Like, I feel like people just don't know enough. And it's also in part the media, but I feel like people are not taking advantage of the resources because I feel like everyone could be educating themselves on this. And that's what why are they not? I'm like, this is a perfect example. Like, instead of sitting up here like, like, that one video going viral where he's like, I almost killed my daughter. Like, mm-hmm. I almost killed my... Like, and he's crying. And it's like, everybody's, like, laughing at that. Like, what? This man's losing his mind. Like, no, it's sad. It's honestly really sad. And I feel his pain looking at that. Because I've had times where I was so low, obviously, I'm, I've am i been suicidal my whole life. I mean, I can't mm-hmm. remember a time where I wasn't. Like, and I have had attempts. And so it's like, when you are that low, like, yeah, I... I've had times where I've cried to my mom, like, please just let me kill myself. Like, just let me go. Like, mm-hmm. and if, I mean, I don't have kids, but if I had kids, like, I mean, I know sometimes people, when it gets so severe, it gets like that, where they're like, I almost killed my kid, like, on accident or something, because mm-hmm. they weren't feeding them, because they weren't doing, because they're they're not taking care of themselves, or because exactly. they're just, I mean, your mental health is so so important and i feel like more people should just be educating themselves about bipolar with so this just coming making out. fun of it or being scared of it it's like exactly none of those help. you're only scared of stuff that you don't know yeah once like, you try to understand it mm-hmm. and just learn about it ask questions ask people i mean i would encourage people to ask if you know someone but don't make them the spokesperson like don't make them you know educate you on everything that there is about bipolar or any other thing that you're trying to learn because it's not fair but do kind of take advantage that you can maybe ask someone that you know kind of just get their perspective on it so that's why i appreciate that like i like that you were able to talk about it and that you could talk about it when i have questions about it because i really do want to know um but i do understand that i need to take that and like educate myself because i don't want to have to put the burden on you to like just tell me everything that there is because that's just not fair like it's hard because like my brain's trying to tell me like okay this is here's the medical terminology of bipolar blah blah but then it's like the inside of me is like but it's like this and it's like uh, and i can't (laughs) explain it like because literally sometimes you can't like and i feel like bipolar people just think oh it's like you're just, you're bipolar because you're mm-hmm. happy and then you're sad. And then, like, it doesn't go yeah. that, it's not that fast of a switch. Like, it, it doesn't seem like it's that black months. and white either, probably. It's not. There's a lot more with it. I know a lot of, um, I have a good friend that I talk with as well who, who was diagnosed, like, two years after me. And mm-hmm. she is a person of color. So her family already does not believe in that already. And they didn't Got really it. support her. So yeah. she came to me to ask, hey, is this normal? Or do you have these problems? And she still does. Like, mm-hmm. And I feel like with us that we've discovered with each other is that dissociation happens a lot with bipolar as well. Because yeah. you just get so overwhelmed and you just, like, it can just, so you just switch. You just, you dissociate. You don't have to deal with it anymore. But it always follows back to you. It's always going to come back to you because, mm-hmm. you know, we're just a person. <laughs> we're just one human being. Exactly. And whatever you do is going to follow you. And so... I feel like dissociation, um, anxiety, the depression part, the OCD part, um, multiple personalities, I feel, might even have a link with it. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not sure I feel, scientifically, yeah. but I, it would make a lot of sense because, yeah. I mean, I, I can see how we can give off multiple personalities because just depending on the mood that I'm in can be a different person. Like, if exactly. I'm super irritable, of course I'm going to be a bitch, like... Anybody irritable exactly. like that. That's when me. De- <laughs> when That's I'm me depressed, I'm not going to leave. I don't leave my room. I don't talk to people. I isolate. I ruin relationships because 
I mean, even with the closest friends, self-sabotage. Like, and I don't know that it's happening. Like, it's weird because when you're in such, such a low depression, you kind of, it's like your outer body experience. You don't, mm-hmm. you, you're not that person anymore. And you kind of just like, you, I call it zombie mode. Yeah. Like, you're just like a zombie. Like, you don't know what's going on. You don't even, like, next thing you know, you're like, oh my gosh. Like, it's been three months since the last time I did anything. Like, that's crazy. Like, that felt like yesterday. Or when you're super high, same thing. You're like out of body experience. Mm-hmm. But you're, at th- this time, you're super, super happy and you're super positive. But you could still mess a lot of things up in that mind state too yeah you spend a bunch of money you have no money anymore you're not paying your bills because you're so focused on buying other stuff that you don't need and you're making all these plans and like eventually your body gets so tired and it's gonna Mm -hmm. and you know sleep deprivation that that does paranoia too like and it's so it just brings so many things but i feel like of course the main thing is just learning mania depression and the like normal the like kind of in between where yeah you're in okay. between where you're Got supposed it. to be yeah like because i just feel it's really hard to explain to someone when you know they ask like oh like how are you doing what are you doing and i'm just like oh i'm kind of feeling like a hypomania episode coming like i'm mm-hmm. making a lot of plans i'm spending a lot of money i have okay. high energy i'm not sleeping but that sets my anxiety off like nothing so like then I'll know again too like okay if my anxiety is super high i'm most likely going into hypomania and people are just like I've explained it so many times and they still don't get it. And I'm just like, I don't know how to, how else to explain it other than like, you just, you feel like you're Kanye West. Like that's the yeah. only way to, cause once again, like going back to him as like a public figure for bipolar right now, you know, it's something like to point out like, okay, see how he's thinking he can run for president. Typical bipolar when you're mania, you think you can do anything. So I don't blame him. Like, and it kind of came off the blue a little bit. I think he mentioned it though, didn't he? Like years ago or months? I don't know, but it kind of felt like it all of a sudden. That word just felt like, yeah, it felt like though that at the same time it came out of nowhere though. It was like really like I don't know. It just felt like he woke up one day and was like, I'm just gonna do this. You kind of do. It's literally like a switch right now. Um. I've been rapid cycling a lot, which basically means instead of normal cycling where it's like, I'll be depressed for three months, I'm happier for two months, then I'm depressed for six months. Like, instead, it's kind of so rapid that, like, I'm not, I'm supposed to be keeping track of it. Like, normally they tell you to keep track of it so that you can monitor exactly, so you can kind of, like, prepare yourself. Like, okay, because I know by the end of the year is when I start to get depressed. Like, all the holidays, end of the year, I start to, like, fall into depression. And then spring and all that, I'm still depressed. And then, like, mid-year, all of a sudden, I'll have, like, a super high. And then it goes back to, like, down. And so they tell you to monitor that, but it's kind of hard. But right now, I'm just, like, rapid cycling so much to where it's, like, literally one day I'll wake up crying, Mm -hmm. super depressed. And then the next day, I'm back to, like, full energy for, like, another week. And then, boom, depressed again for two days. Like, so, but I think it's because I'm also starting a bunch of new meds. So my body's just kind of trying to adjust. But the rapid cycling thing is, like, it is, like, no joke like you literally can wake up the next day and you're just like boom manic like and that I'm assuming he's type one because of him having the so many higher energy bursts for a long time um because my mania wouldn't last that long like but when you have type one it can last for six months like three to six months of being like that yeah and if you don't seek help or get treatment for it then yeah it gets crazy yeah 
I think people don't understand either, like, the meds thing. I feel like they think that's the one-all answer or that they just think, like, okay, that's going to cure. It's, like, people don't understand, like, you might have to try different meds. Like, you just, like you said, you did. And it's going to, it could change your whole body. It could change everything. It could mess things up. It could improve it a little bit. You might need adjustments. You might have to try three different kind of medications. And sometimes that you have to wait a while, too, for those to kind of kick in. And then you tell your psychiatrist, like, hey, I might need this change or this one taken out. We might need a new one like it just takes well, a while and that's too. what's hard is that yeah. when you're already in this mental state like mm-hmm. and you're about to give up like i mean that's basically how it was a few months ago i was like you know what i've tried everything i've been in therapy for years like mm-hmm. years i've done aromatherapy with my oils i've tried meditations i've tried to like just take it more easy on myself and do less things like get more rest drink more water eat better whatever like Mm -hmm. but then I got to a point where I'm like you know what I mean your doctors will tell you it's like when you have diabetes if you're missing something you need to replace it with a certain medication Mm -hmm. you need to you need to have the insulin because your body's missing that same thing with your mental illness your body is it's a chemical thing exactly like in your brain you need to replace that chemical but it's hard to believe that or give into it because once you do start the medicine, like you said, trial and error. You're on yeah. tens of different meds. Um, I just started one, like, recently, and it made me so sick that I was just like, okay, seriously, like, I can't do this anymore. And then I get, you work yourself up and get frustrated again. You're just like, yeah. here we go. Because, sure, you're on meds, but like you said, it's not going to cure it. It's just supposed to help make it easier make it better there you go manageable you're supposed to be able to manage it so you'll get depressed but you won't get to the point where you want to really kill yourself yeah you'll just be sad or instead of being super high manic you'll just feel like oh maybe i just slept really good tonight like but i mean it never really goes away which i think is like the most hard thing to accept and i like i said i was like 17 19 when i was diagnosed and it's still like the hardest thing to accept is that it's never going to go away. It's never going to get easier. But I feel like the meds and the therapist combo is the like best thing you can have because you're yeah. going to have all those frustrations, all those frustrations with the medications. But mm-hmm. like you can talk to your therapist about it mm-hmm. and then have them reassure you and talk you through it. But it's like it is a it is a really hard thing mentally to get on meds through meds, find meds. I mean, just. I hate them, but I've given it a try for the last three months. I've been trying. I've already been on, like, three, four different ones. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, all you can do is try. Exactly, yeah. All you can do is try, but, like, I mean, I would say it is is better than being off of them because I probably would be worse. Like, but... It is it is just really hard for us with it to accept, like, it's not going to go away. Yeah. I feel like people, yeah, it was just that whole, I just don't like that attitude of like, yeah, just take them and then that's it. And that cures like, oh, why are they just off their meds? Like, you don't understand, it's, there's pros and cons to being on it and being without it. So it's just hard for a lot of people. Like you're saying, you're having a lot of, like, cause I used to be like, like I told my therapist, I'm like, so you're telling me (laughs) I'm going to start meds and I'm still going to be like this. And he's like, yeah, but it won't be as, I'm like, but it's not going to fully go away. So what is the point? Yeah. I thought it was going to heal it. And putting me through headaches, migraines, nausea, all that, yeah. like, can't sleep or can't get up or can't, mm-hmm. like, and, you know, he's just like, but it, it we, we got to work together. And I'm just like, no, like, no, I'm not doing Man. it. Like, I'm not yeah. doing meds. And I had to, I literally fought myself all last year, like, saying no, no, no. And I had to let that wall down. And I'm just like, you know what? Fine. I've tried it all. And with the doctors, too, you're going to hear, I literally had one. She was like, 
oh, well, you've tried almost everything, so I don't really know what to give you. Do you want to just go see your old one? Like, no, ma'am. That's why I'm here with you. Like, I need help. Like, Jesus. And they won't take you. Oh, my God. They say they take mental health seriously, and they don't. I mean, I've even, I had to go to the hospital last year and get a psyche valve in urgent care, and I literally had, um, trigger warning, sorry, but I had cuts all up and down my arm. Like, Mm-hmm. they it looked horrible and I've never had it that bad mm-hmm. and I was in there bawling and I'm like I'm just here because I just need to start meds like I need I need help and like I can't do it anymore by myself and I'm okay mm-hmm. with starting meds I just need a medication like and they just like looked at my arm and she was like oh well it's not that bad so I don't think you like really tried to kill yourself like why would you say that to a person who literally yeah. just tried to like? Yeah. Why, you don't. And even if so I wasn't things, trying, that's still right. harmful. You still like, don't say that at thank all. Thank you. Yeah. You don't. And I just thought that was the most unprofessional thing ever. Like, and I just really looked at that. All she had to like, say was say, "Okay, let me go find somebody or find the doctor right. or something." Like, or you didn't like, have to I'm say so anything. sorry that 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 happened, but we're gonna get you the help that that you need. Like, let let's just let's talk about it. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's start a plan. No, you just straight up had to be like. Hmm, well, that it doesn't look too yeah. bad. It doesn't look like you really tried. Yeah. Huh? Because if somebody was to go in there that actually would you did want try to see and me you told in them here that, then they it? could yeah. leave and really yeah. try. Exactly. And that wasn't even enough for her to hospitalize me either. And I thought that that was interesting as well. Because I'm just like, yeah. okay, yeah, I'm strong-minded and I've, I've been dealing with this a lot my whole life. But that life. doesn't mean, you know, that you... But yeah. it still doesn't mean it's not that serious. And yeah. it still doesn't mean that somebody who comes in after me doing the same thing is not that serious either. Yeah, and it's like, what does she want you to do? She wanted to see you come in in a gurney? You dead? Like, that yeah. was what... Or nearly almost dead? Like, yeah. that's what she wanted to and see? And I thought that that was... I was just like... I literally just went numb at that point, and I was just quiet and silent, and I'm just, like, sitting there, like, okay. Yeah. I was, like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> like, and my stepbrother, who took me, he was, yeah. like, he was, he was like, they're going to hospitalize you. Like, he was, he was waiting to go home by himself. And then, like, when they released me, and he looked at me, like, I put my normal clothes back on and everything, and he looked at me, like, there's no way they just let you leave. I said, yeah, she actually told me I didn't try hard enough. Like, how could you say that to somebody? I just... Mm, I yeah. Can't. No, and that's what's not helpful. Some of these doctors are not taking seriously. The teachers, some teachers aren't taking it seriously. Some um, workplaces aren't taking it seriously. Many of yeah. them. Um, just so many parents. I mean, loved ones, partners, friends. They're not mm-hmm. taking it seriously. They're thinking, like, it's just, like, a game or something. Or you're just doing it for attention. And it's like, yeah. I don't want to fucking cut myself for attention. Like, tri- and I should have put the trigger warning in the beginning, guys. Sorry, I forgot <laughs> that. But, um, I usually do do that. So, I do apologize for not putting that in there. But trigger warning for the whole episode, to be honest. Uh, this might come up again or any of these. Um, we've already talked about suicidal ideation and thoughts and attempts and things like that. Like that um unfortunately even i know this might make some of you comfortable uncomfortable but that's honestly we have to talk about it still so um if you just make sure you have your safe space after during if you need to make sure you call somebody if you need to if you've been through this going through this you know someone that's been going through this or has before um please you know check up on them by the way because this stuff is really hard and there is a lot of like, cruel people like that fucking ignorant and just i don't like the common sense and it's like why are you a nurse or a doctor in that field or if you're a therapist psychologist whatever if you're there to help you're supposed to help the patient you're supposed to help you're supposed to help them and make sure that they live they thrive they survive that you're just supposed to help heal them yeah and you just like just i don't i don't even know and i can only imagine 
um, what it might be like for a person of color or a queer person. I mean, you are as well, but just yeah. imagine a person of color and queer also. Like, yeah. it's just, I can only imagine how much worse they might have been. But that's still, like, just so detrimental. It just shows you, like, across the board that there are, there are plenty of doctors and people like that that just think it's a game. And it's like, this is my life. Yeah. I don't like, want to oh, be like this. Oh, we see this all the time. Here's a pill and just go home. Like, yeah. actually talk to somebody. Ask them. And it's like, what pill are you your... giving me? Tylenol, bitch? Like, <laughs> yeah, what is like... it? It's a cure-all for By everybody. The way, they gave me a pill that I already tried and that literally almost killed me the last time. So oh my I gosh. thought, I was like, you couldn't even look at my chart. Like, that whole, just that whole day, I was like, girl, I was done. <laughs> I was done. I was like, this is I'm why. Like, I'm going to just go to church. <laughs> I'm like, this is why everybody gives up. This is why. Yeah. But, like, you can't give up. Like, you have to have yeah. a support system somehow. If exactly. it's not the doctors, if it's not the meds, at least have a good friend support system. A, yeah. A, one person in your family, at least. Your yeah. parents, if not that, your aunts, uncles, People from social media, too, are actually yeah. really nice. There's plenty of, yes, bullies out there, plenty of ignorant people. We've seen it. Plenty of stupid-ass people. But there, I have met quite a few more than quite a few beautiful online people and even if you don't know them some of these people are just so supportive just and just like so to. nice yeah. yeah and there's the Take suicide advantage. hotline the mm-hmm. suicide hotline i um i've never called i've done the texting one before mm-hmm. it was um, helpful it was it was actually helpful they assess you make sure you're okay of course you know they yeah. ask you like okay are you around anything or are you doing anything you're not supposed to like you know i'm like no i'm just you know feeling like this like and, you know, God forbid I didn't text back in two seconds. They were like, are you there? Hello. Like, we will have to. And I'm like, okay, that's that's kind of cool. Like, that's, that's really That they're nice. like, we're going to make sure yeah, like you the, still on this line. They care more than the doctor, you yeah. know? Like, um, and uh-huh. I have a friend who he says the same thing. Like, sometimes he just has to call just because he needs someone to talk to. Like, even, and it's not like, mm-hmm. you don't have to call them saying, I feel like killing myself. Like, you literally can just be like, I need to talk to somebody. Like, because I'm just have, having yeah. crazy thoughts. And I just just want to have a conversation and feel normal yeah. for once you know like yeah. there's so many resources and i just feel like people don't know about them maybe because they're just so easy on giving up because i know like i yeah. was i was like i'm not gonna use all that i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do this yeah but you just gotta let that wall down like and you have to allow the help you have to allow the healing and i mean it's gonna take years and i know that like it's mm-hmm. a journey like but i ha- i have come way further than i was i'm way more educated now um and i just feel like also by supporting myself like keeping myself around the people that support me mm-hmm. is a good thing like people that don't believe in mental health and don't believe in mental illness they're like no way that doesn't exist okay bye yeah those people off, obvious. and cutting those people off is a great thing as well like yeah because you should not be associating with yourself with people mental illness or not. You. Yeah. If right, like mental illness or not, if they belittle you or treat you horribly in any way or toxic in any way, like you don't need them. Yeah. And it's like you don't believe in mental health, so it's like you must be really unhealthy because you're not you're mm-hmm. obviously probably not checking in on yourself. Right. You're not I don't know, not taking care of yourself, not taking breaks or whatever it is that you'd have to do. So like are you even aware of the mental state you're at right now? Yeah, and I'm <laughs> like, like you, you don't know? Mental health deals with your brain. You have a brain, right? You, <laughs> you have emotions. Brain, right? We all got it. <laughs> My stomach hurts and I can't sleep and I don't know why. Oh, that's crazy. It's called anxiety. <laughs> I wonder why you have it. You want to get deeper in that? Nah, nah. I'm just going to take some Tums and go to sleep. Yeah. Okay, keep pushing it off. <laughs> keep pushing it off. It'll catch up to you. It's your fucking brain, dude. Like, yeah. That shit will get after you. And it's part of that thing when you're saying it's chemistry, the it's the chemicals in your brain. Because I've encountered quite a few people that are like, oh, it's willpower. 
It's like, mm-hmm. bitch, if I could willpower it away, <laughs> if I could willpower my stomach in knots, me feeling like I need to throw up or, like, go to the bathroom um, or just feeling, like, sweaty, hot, or me getting nightmares all the time. Like, if I could will it away, I probably would. Like, that would be 100%. I would have rid of that. <laughs> I would have, like, prayed that shit through. or like on the bathtub real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just... <laughs> Let me push the shit out. That'll help it. Like, I don't understand. It's like, I get it to an extent about the, it's the mindset in a way and you like trying to get stronger mentally and emotionally. I think there's ways you can do that. Yes, to help strengthen that. Obviously, it's part of education. Maybe it's meditation. Maybe it is crystals. Maybe it is aromatherapy. Um, Combination of these therapy, um, you know, going to support groups online or in person. Maybe it is journaling. Maybe it is whatever hobby you have. But it's not always just, oh, and it's that toxic positivity too. I hate that shit because it's not like you can just, you know, positive that shit away. Like you have to also let it sit in. I don't like the people that, and I don't like to surround myself with people that are just like positive vibes only, but to the point of like, or like it's like you cannot be sad at all or have bad days right. around them. Like oh you can't get out of bed. Like girl just positive. Just get up. Just yeah. get up. Just do it. Just take a shower. <laughs> like do you know how hard it is? Like when you're just go so, eat breakfast, so depressed. Fine. Like yeah. to even. I mean I have days where like I have to drag myself to work. Like I get up and I'm like I could sleep for hours more. Like hours, hours, and like yeah. I just physically. Can't even, like, sometimes I can't even get the thought in my head of getting up. Like, and that's okay. And I mm-hmm. love that, like, it's getting more normalized. Um, I've been seeing a lot of posts shared on Instagram mm-hmm. on people's stories where they're like, hey, when your friend's depressed, like, okay, cool. Go over with them, sit on the couch with them, and eat food all day and watch TV if that's what they want to do. Like, mm-hmm. let them do it. Sit in that thought. Sit in that emotion. And let it, so what if it takes one day of just sitting there? Okay, then do it. Like, but don't force yourself out of anything. Don't get me wrong. There's points where you're going to have to force yourself. Like, like I said, when I have work, like, and I've, like I told you before, I've had a therapist where he was like, well, you're still going to work, so you're okay. And I'm like, well, not really, but I mean, I. Sir, that don't mean I'm not (laughs) depressed at work or like having anxiety or attacks or anything. Just just... because I'm not calling out of work or because I'm not missing work, I'm still okay. Like, okay, yeah, I am, but. I mean, one day, I mean, yeah. what if I just don't go? Exactly. Like, you know, I just... I mean, it's part of that, that pot, they're thinking, like, I I feel like because people, and it's good that they're really thinking more and more now that they're realizing that depression, anxiety, bipolar, and every, just any of them, they, it's different for everybody. And in general, it doesn't mean we always have to be sad or in full panic or anxiety mode or anything or depressive, you know, a depressive episode. We can still have bad anxiety and we're at, I could be literally talking, I've been at the store and I've been having bad anxiety of talking just to the cashier or just shopping around. And I'm super paranoid because I feel like people, someone's going to try to kidnap me or something or somebody's going to try to touch me or something Um, or even just talk to me or ask me a question. And it's like, I seem very composed on the outside. I seem even even happy if you talk to me friendly but i'm very anxiety and that's what i feel like people don't understand is or even when i'm de- been depressed like especially like this month i've anyone's followed me and knows me i've already talked about this plenty of times before but i'll say it again 
I it's been a it's been a rough month because this is the most recent I can think of. Um, I've been times where there was like moments in the day where I wanted to kill myself again and I wanted to cut myself again. But I literally like 30 minutes later, I have to go to the store, go do something. And you'll see me kind of smiling. You don't know that just 10 minutes before I was like, fuck my life. Like, fuck all this. I just want to kill myself and, you know, take all these pills, all my medicine and just eat it all or do something or go crash onto something. Yeah. And you don't know that because I look fine on the outside. And I yeah. feel like people don't understand that just because you look fine doesn't mean or look healthy doesn't mean that you are on yeah, the inside. Something, there's a lot of turmoil that could be going on or chaoticness going on on the inside. And I want people to understand just because you don't take off work doesn't mean that you're not feeling bad that day or just yeah. feeling off, tired, you know, just anything like I'm high sad. I yeah. Can, I can go to work. I can be fine. Yeah. But the minute I'm off, I'm in the car crying. <laughs> like, yeah. having full-blown panic attacks. Having, mm-hmm. like, I can't breathe. And it's just, like, people people don't understand that. I mean, and it's like, and that gets tiring. You know, you're crying at night. You're having these nightmares. You're doing mm-hmm. all this. And then the next day, all right, let's get back up for work again. And exactly. Act normal and do it all over again. Laughing. It's just like, it gets talking. draining. Like, yeah. day to day to day. So I think people, yeah. I think they just take it, they just really like, no, they're, they're fine. They have to be faking it or like, no, it's not that bad because you're able to go do all these things, normal quote unquote things that's like an everyday thing. But it's like, you just don't understand the internal battles that are mm-hmm. happening though, to be able yeah. to even go to work, go to class, yeah. go, because, go run yeah, those I don't errands. want to go to work. But then at the same time mm-hmm. inside, I'm like, yo, if you don't go to work, you're going to lose your job. If you lose your job, you're going to be jobless. Then you're, you're going to be no homeless. Money. Then you're going to have no, and it's like, All you know, that's the anxiety talking like, okay, but if you don't do this. And then, so it's like, like you said, you're you fighting with yourself. Like, so then you're like, oh, okay, well I have to go. And then, so then you feel even worse because you're forcing yourself to be somewhere. And you know, you're unhappy. You don't want to. You're yeah. unhappy. You're not mentally okay. I mean, there's only been, I think there's been like two or three times where I did have to leave work. Like, and thankfully where I was at the time, the office manager, I just went up to her and I was just like full blown panic attack. She's like, what's wrong? And I'm just like, I can't do today. Like, I just, I can't, like, I can't be here. I can't, I can't, like, I'm a danger to myself. I don't feel safe. I'm not okay. Like, she's just like, just go home. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, I, I don't know if they can all do what I can do. And she's like, look, we'll, we'll handle it. Don't worry. Yeah, it's not worth your, yeah. Which I was super thankful for. Yeah. And, you know. That would be beautiful. We had more managers like that. Yeah. We had more bosses, teachers, whatever, authority yeah. figures, whoever, whatever it is, doctors and things like that, that really mm-hmm. thought like that. And it's like, go ahead, just go home. And yeah. that's like, I don't know. It's like, because, little things yeah, like not, that mean a lot. It's like, yeah, I don't do it all the time. Like, so mm-hmm. it's like, you know, as a business owner, sure, I do get it. Like, or as yeah. somebody being your boss, like, okay, if I have an employee that's coming in every day and she can't do this, like, well, yeah. it's okay. But, you know, maybe I'll just talk to her and be like, hey, like, what is your support system like? Or what do you do? Mm-hmm. Or do you have an outlet? Do you want me to get you some information? Like, that's how you're... I feel like they just write them be. off. Yeah, it's just like, fuck it. Because they just think of us, um, especially with employers specifically, um, they just think of us as, you know, it's just dollars. We're just materials. Yeah. We're just things to just machines just to replace. But they forget, like, if you We're want me people. to work as efficiently and also just to have compassion, you should actually really care more about my mental health than you think you should. 
because yeah. that's the best i'm gonna work efficiently if i get enough hours of sleep if i don't get overloaded at work if i'm not feeling well you asking me how i'm doing or if you if i need some resources or help or you checking in on me could really honestly after that maybe i'm doing the best work i've done all month or week yeah. and you helped me out personally mentally emotionally but also helped yourself out to you know get me to do what you want me to do but also yeah just to be a fucking decent human being it, i feel like this is just something we should be doing with each other co-workers alike and friends just in general yeah, just I check agree. your classmates your teachers should i just really wish there was also i'm hoping there's more and more teachers too that are going to ask youth college masters whatever it is toddlers be in the habit of i hope they're in the habit of asking them too of how are you doing what is your support system what do you need today what have you done for yourself today do you need to go take a walk outside it seems well, like you're having a hard time with the pandemic actually yeah. they they i mean the doctors are already supposed to be checking like mm -hmm. doing mental health screenings yeah um but me even i was made aware of this this week at work my doctor i work for and i'm in the dental field mm -hmm. she told me the cda which is the california dental association mm -hmm. sent all dentists an email saying to monitor your patients and ask them how they're doing mentally like and of course yeah. the doctors are doing it but i was like for the dentists i'm like us to be asking people like that's crazy but it's because yeah. during the pandemic like we're supposed to be like hey how you how you been like and i'm just like why should you be reminded to ask how somebody's doing and like another thing i completely hate is the whole oh well you're at work don't bring your don't bring your personal problems to work yeah i get it to an extent okay yeah, yeah. don't be yeah. over here like oh girl I, I did this 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 this. yeah like screaming crying right. yeah like but i get like, it even when say you know like i recently just got a new job and so signing out the paper signing all the paperwork it's like oh do you have any of these or even when you fill out an application online do you have any of these mental illnesses or, or i think it says disabilities do you have any disabilities yeah. that could affect i always your feel work? bad though when they say disability i don't check it sometimes and i but it'll say some of the stuff i have and i'm like do i have a disability like yeah. i don't know i feel because, like they i mean bipolar it. is on there depression's on there i mean mental health stuff is on there and i always i put no because i'm scared that I'm they're scared gonna that not I'm hire gonna me get denied exactly because they see bipolar and they're like mm, oh she's gonna have issues like trust me i get it with me working I understand how a lot of people with bipolar cannot work and that's okay but like i'm trying to work i'm trying to do what i can yeah, for if as I'm long applying as i for can the job, yeah right like i'm trying to do what i can as At long as i can at least give you a chance i think that's the thing like try yeah. and actually try to give the chance don't just be like after the first week not fuck it they're they're too i don't know whatever it is it's like yeah, i feel like they should have more also, compassion there's also good things about us like mm -hmm. Um, because my anxiety, I like to be on time. Like, oh, I'm is a that perfectionist. A I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> I actually like to be on schedule. Oh, God forbid. Pay attention to somebody detail. Somebody be on schedule. Exactly. You know, I like to ask how people are doing. Um, I like to talk a lot, like, yeah. and, and get Very into the mental health. Yeah, and I feel like, like these are all advantages and good things. Right. And so I'm like, the only bad thing is, okay, maybe I'll start to feel like I'm getting a little overwhelmed and i'll start to have a panic and once attack. in a while you might need to go home early but not or even yeah. just give me 10 minutes to go outside exactly. drink some water and do some breathing exercises like it's Thank not you. a huge thing you know like it's i not feel a like big they're deal. not allowing they, for that. they don't but they they're really like don't. keep going keep going bitch if you don't give me a rest i can't keep going like, like it's you not can efficient do this, you can do this like but i hate telling myself okay well maybe a normal person can but someone like me can't like i hate using that like normal word you know like oh yeah a normal person could as if like, we're aliens or something right odd. But, yeah. and here they are saying that we're disabled like that's and the, i don't i don't know if to call it that's why i'm like disabled i'm like 
I don't know. And I feel bad because I'm like, is that really a disability? Like, am I taking advantage? Like, I don't know what to put. Those questions are so weird. Like, why don't they yeah. just say, do you have a mental health, you know, what is your mental health status? I don't know, mental health issues, any illnesses. And then just put that on there. And I don't know. And I feel like it'd be nice, though, right after that to put... This in no way means that we cannot, we are still going to hire you if you're the best fit. I feel yeah. like they should add that, that in as reassurance. Yeah. yeah. Because honestly, yeah. Because what the fuck are you asking me for the disability and you ain't telling me? I'm not going to put it. Yeah. I still wouldn't put it. I've never put it. They put it for the race, sex, and gender. I love that part. I like that when they're actually serious about it too and they're actually not going to discriminate. Right. But you the know, mental health... But then they don't put that claim. Yeah. And then it's like, I wish they would also put that in there. If you really have mental health and illness, depending, you know, and um, disability, different um, disability, I feel like they should be asking just, and they do ask for the disability, but I want them to do for both to say, do you need any accommodations? And accommodations of like, do you need like, or let me know the manager, the the supervisor, whoever, let us know if you need that 10 minutes a day or something, an extra 10 minutes. See, we feel like it's a Need that extra, yeah. To even have to. Because they don't normalize it. Exactly. And then they'll get irritated. Because the stigmas are still so just horrible. It's like, I feel like it's even a bother to be like... And then you don't want to get fired or... Can I I just take 10 minutes, please, like, to go breathe? Like, I feel like just asking that. And it's like, that makes it worse because in in my head, you're at work and you're already And then you feel bad for that break. you're just thinking about it and you're like, oh, God. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's a, it's a, a huge toll. Like, but if they would just normalize it... And, and just, just be like, yeah, let us know. Stop acting like we're the crazy ones. Exactly. Or that we're disabled when we're not. I mean, it's just. I feel like it's not hard to. It's going to be difficult, like, in a way, because it's something new ish to the. Yeah. You know, if they really implemented all this. But I feel like it's really not that hard. There's a way to work around that and to really give the people, if they, if that's something they need, let's say you get anxiety attacks a lot or panic attacks. Let's say that you start to feel like you do sometimes where like, I might need to go home or I need to rest for a minute. I feel like they can do that or be like, hey, if you're not feeling well, you please know that you're able to come to me, the manager, the boss or whatever. Right. If you need some resources, if you need to talk for a second or if you need to just let it out in the room, go scream. Like, I don't right. know. There's, I feel like there's a way or here's the meditation room here's yeah. where it's all peaceful because even there. if they here's were some to just food. say that mm-hmm. it already makes you feel better and you'll probably already work now i'm better. like ah uh, like i'm supported right I'm but welcomed. when i'm going into somewhere feeling like i'm already yeah. not getting that support i'm already not feeling welcomed i'm already scared like i already and then you just you over panic for exactly. no reason where you would feel more supported and secure if you knew that like hey if this does happen if you can does, come talk about it, yeah. You can mention you it. Can do. This is mm-hmm. what, yeah, yeah. Or there's here's these things that you can do. Or hey, every week we're gonna have therapy animal or something, a dog, you know. Yeah. Or we have every day, or we have something, even if it's the smallest thing. Or here's some snacks or wa- extra water or drinks for those of you, you know, if you need that minute and you haven't eaten all day. And it's yeah. like here's a little something though to help you get your energy a little bit. I don't know. I feel like there's just. A little something or even if it's like little goodie bags at the end of the week a little cheap something i don't know i just feel like there's so many little different ways to implement that to make the employees feel loved feel supported because they may don't maybe don't get that at home they might not get it at school That's what I'm they saying. may not you get it anywhere what, else how yeah. it is outside of work you don't know what their support system is maybe the yeah. only support system that they're gonna get is from work yeah and just talking saying hi to jan yeah. <laughs> in the other cubicle like you don't yes. know or just talking at lunch with a few of the co-workers or the boss talking with the boss a little bit even if it's just about nothing there's some you know 
just whatever. But An uplifting conversation. Yeah. About random. Exactly. Yeah. Can change. And, and you, yeah, make a big difference. I feel like that would be that would be a blessing if they could really do that. And I'm just I just don't know. I'm not sure what companies are doing it already. I don't know how we would get that started. But I just feel like it's been way too long. Yeah. Should have been done this shit because obviously there's plenty of people that would I think the need pandemic's that gonna would be help. a big wake up for mental health. And I think that's one of been the advantages. It's been a horrible thing, but I feel like there's been plenty there's been some advantages and I feel like that's yeah. one of the things that because people are realizing things like oh like oh shit, like these kids Oh, this is real, yeah. These kids this is that real. are not in school are now having no social skills and they're now being isolated from people and they're like already understanding what what the fuck depression is. And they're in elementary school. Like, but they're already showing signs of depression and stuff. And the parents are, of course, overwhelmed because they're home and they're stuck with the kids. And the healthcare workers, like, Mm -hmm. um, I have my family members work for Kaiser. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Kaiser is even saying, hey, if you guys need we're we're offering therapy. We're offering, like, help if y'all need it. Like, not that who knows if they're actually serious about it. They might just be saying it just to say it because they're legally having to. Yeah. But, and like, the do they the really part, care? Yeah. Right. Like, do you really care? Or, because we, we don't know. Yeah. But. It's a start, though. If they're serious, that would start. be great. That would it, be. It is a start. To make it legally. And then I think once it makes it legal for these companies to do it. Hopefully that gets at least a lot of them or half of them or some of them really thinking about it and actually trying to implement it, not just doing it just because they're obligated. But I feel like it hopefully would get some of them thinking like, maybe we should just do this just because also like not just because we're obligated by law or something, but that maybe this is helping our community. Exactly. But right now I feel like that's the biggest thing right now is like the war between just like just the government and just just being fucking human at this point. They forget, it's like, they, they, forget, they forget that, that we're we just all, people with... We're, yeah, we're people, we can't, you can't work us like robots, you can't, like you said, like, Working us workers. like worse than animals, to be honest. Right. They're just treating us, I don't know, they just forget that we have emotions, we have feelings, we have, you know, things going on in our lives. It's like, none of that matters unless you're producing something for them. And I just, I really just urge everybody, I did post something on Instagram the other day, uh, I think it was yesterday, Mental Health Resources. If you've seen that post, um, there's still way more, but please, if, I know some people don't have access to therapy, I've had access to therapy, um, but if you have Medi-Cal or any insurance, hopefully that maybe can cover all of it or some of it, please see your therapist if you can, um, talk to a psychologist, a psychiatrist, these people all do different things though, psychologists will diagnose um, what you have uh, as far as mental illness um, goes a psychiatrist is going to be the one to help um, based on what you have to help give you the medicine that you need um, and the therapist is going to help you handle what you have and um, try to give you the best techniques and coping mechanisms um, healthier ways to deal with this and just to help you be more successful um, and not necessarily financial or in the traditional western way that we think about or capitalist way but successful emotionally and mentally yeah. um, just healthier but I know this isn't all a one-all fix-all I feel like people think that therapy is the only way to go and I and I and I say that also because it's not accessible to everybody. And it's not. It's not if you can't go to therapy then you're just not gonna be helped or you can't heal or process or be you know, more emotionally um, intelligent or anything. You there's still other ways and it, I think it really does I think you can really benefit probably even the better is by talking to people. Just starting by talking to friends about what you're going through, journaling it, writing it, doing it through art. 
I mean, going to online support groups, if that's better for you and you don't like to be in person or if you're an- you're really anxious and you don't, you're socially anxious, I mean, I feel like there's just other ways that could ro- probably be just as beneficial if you really just don't like therapy or you really don't trust it or whatever the case is. But I feel like it's worth your while to at least try it out. Um, I've had some people just mm -hmm. doing research and reading if that's all you want to do is exactly yeah because there's plenty of um, skills and what what to do with yeah I think it's how just as helpful the ones from therapists or doctors and stuff they have plenty of books I'm sure that are amazing and blogs but they yeah people that aren't doctors but they've been through it and I feel like those are super helpful again they're not gonna probably be professionals all the time yeah but those people can just be just as informative almost just as probably just in depth, they're more probably going to be more yeah relatable because they're right. not just talking yeah, about the, the technical doctor, terms. Like learned about it and knows mm-hmm. all the medic medical what are they living through it? But yeah. they're not the ones yeah living through it, and yeah. they can't they can't be like oh hey man I mean, it's all right I felt like that one time too <laughs> you know I've, I've done this and I've I've, I've done this they're just kind of like mm, okay um. So how did that make you feel? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, like, it's I really don't know. Nice. They're like, well, how did, what do you mean you don't know? Like, because I, don't I just know. don't know. Like, and it's okay to not know. I have yeah. days where I'm like, I don't know what I am. I, I don't know. I'm like, but I'm just gonna ride it. It's a wave. Yeah. Like it's a wave. You ride the waves, and they, yeah. they're gonna get rocky. They're gonna get calm. They're gonna and like that's the. But you just gave me a good idea. I think um, the blogs is a great idea. Um, what's it called podcast too and i'm not just saying that because i have a podcast but i'm saying there's others that i feel like are probably even geared towards just mental health or emotional mm-hmm. or spiritual whatever it is that you're struggling with um or whatever that's tying in you can i feel like there's podcasts there's audiobooks people even if it's just to people reading about to give you tips or self-care tips or if they're reading just a fiction book or a poetry or anything i feel like just anything that you can find as a form of therapy because there's other ways than just the traditional western sense of therapy i feel like there's just other forms that you can take find different hobbies do something try it out i mean always please try to talk because i feel like people just it's that's the problem they're not willing to talk about it enough and they're scared to talk about it because it's so demonized because it's so like belittled in society um as you can see there's so many stigmas on just bipolar depression anxiety i can only imagine how much um, stigma there is on schizophrenia and all these other disorders that is out there and i feel so bad for those that are struggling and then they don't have families that don't believe it because there is different for different cultures there is stigmas in that culture as well like with mind um with my anxiety and depression it's not something that they're really they're going to be like well why do you have that or like what are you depressed about or like why are you going to go see a doctor? Like, what are I they going to do? That. Or what is Why the medicine? Are you sad? What makes you sad? Nothing. Just, yeah. just existing makes me. Yeah, sad. like I have shit. What do you mean? Like I have shit to do in life. Just like I'm a person. Nothing specifically. It's just this overwhelming feeling of just sadness. Being alive. Yeah. Every time I open my eyes. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I just feel like people don't understand. Like it's just not. They have to be considerate that not everyone's having that big support system. Yeah. And that, like we were saying with the bosses or the coworkers, that could make the day. If you literally just ask your classmate, I don't care, or an acquaintance online, and you see that they're having a bad day, just ask them because you don't know what's happening outside of that or their caregivers or whatever family or roommates or whatever they're going through. You don't know what kind of lack of resources or help or financially, whatever it is that they that they lack and don't have and that they they could be really struggling 
Um, so it just it takes nothing out of the time of your day just to ask a little bit or just give them maybe a link or something or help them or direct them towards somewhere or a page, another Instagram page, someone that you know, maybe that's going through that that you're like hey maybe you can ask my friend that goes through that too maybe they could help you and you you could have helped them that day or week or month you don't know what could have happened because sometimes people are on the brink as we've said we've been on the brink plenty of times and it sucks but i mean it's something that i feel like it's just it's really uncomfortable to talk about but hey like fuck it like it's something it's uncomfortable to go through this and i feel like people don't understand that like it's fucking hard to go through it so you don't want to hear about it but we don't want to live through it but we have and we continue to live through it and i think that that some people can walk away from it that's exactly like i and that's like the most struggling thing is like when i'm doing my worst i'm like i just wish i could like just wiggle out of my skin out of my body and walk away from it and be something else because like i just don't Mm want to be here like i don't want to be here i don't want to be this i don't want to be whatever the fuck is going on like yeah it gets like you know i wish i could walk away yeah but i can't so it's like then what like you have to find something exactly i love reading i found plenty of blogs even just googled like living with bipolar and like blogs will pop up with people of all wow, their stories yeah. and stuff or i even have a book it's called bipolar for dummies kind of like math for dummies and yeah stuff. yeah I've they heard have those. them i'm sure they Is have like good? anxiety for dummies yeah it really breaks things down that's um, cool it helps like you really understand mania and depression it really mm-hmm. helps you understand um bipolar and friendships bipolar and relationships bipolar and work bipolar and this like and it kind of mm. like just breaks everything down and i'm sure that they have it for everything else if they have it for math science <laughs> english it grammar i'm sure they got it for everything at yeah this point, you know? i like, like that I like that. They're breaking it down for everybody. So that's just something. You can find these in the bookstore. You can find it at probably Walmart, Barnes Target, Noble. ebook. Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. You can find it at Barnes and Noble. It's been a long maybe time since I've been there. <laughs> Corona. <laughs> maybe it's a maybe it's on an audiobook. Shoot. Like I said, you if you, want, if you, you don't want to if, if you're too scared to get the book actually, like you know, you got anxiety and you don't want to like ask somebody to do it. Like, right. Like then ask Ship to it to it. your house. Go online. You e-book. could there's ways, exactly. Go have a or have a loved one, somebody. If you really do want it in hand like that or you don't you can't order it online. There's ways to figure it out and ask someone, hey, can you go get it for me? Because it's understandable if you or if you're like weird, feeling weird about it or nervous, you really just don't like going out or you're that kind of that's where you're at, like functioning wise with whatever is going, whatever you're dealing with. I understand if you can't always go to the store or go do this or you don't have access or money like that. Ask someone if they can do it. I mean, ask a friend or a partner. Be like, hey, can you go get me this? I mean, most times out of 10, if they really care or you really have you have loved ones like that that are supporting you i'm sure that they don't mind if they can do it to go do that for you to help you out i feel like we're thinking that we're just like burdens all the time and that we can't ask anyone for help like it's like we're we're not allowed we have to just deal with it on our own we have to just be strong all the time and strong in the way of like we can't show our emotions or tell people when we're not doing well And I feel like that's the part that I'm trying to normalize for myself. Mm -hmm. And I tell other people, like, you can tell me if you're really struggling, you're not doing well. I'm not going to think less of you. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to judge you. I'm not going to really ask questions unless you want to. If you tell me, like, I just want to vent, okay, and you're having troubles, like, I'm not going to judge you or be mean to you or anything. Like, I'm, that's just something I want to normalize with my friends, classmates, coworkers, anybody that I encounter. I want, if I ask you how you're doing, 
I want you to know, like, I'm really asking, how are you doing? I don't want to just hear, I'm, I'm okay. I don't want that bullshit. Yeah, I've been cool. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm awesome. <laughs> like, no, really. Yeah. How are you doing? Like, yeah. Really. Yeah. I mean, especially now. Everybody's struggling in some way right now. Everybody. And I'm tired. And I definitely, especially right now with, with everything going on, I'm like, I don't want to hear, I'm good. Are you really, though? Because nobody really is, though, right now. Hell so no. just say, hey. <laughs> I'm struggling as fuck. Like, it's hard. Yeah. And I and it's like, I, there's, I feel like there's plenty more people now as we go on, as society goes on, and as we're going on through the year, I feel like people are really getting it a little bit more, and they're being more understanding, they're being more compassionate, and they're being more willing to be open-minded and to, yeah, listen to these conversations and just have... Um, just really hear people be honest because, yeah, I feel like in the past for a lot of times I didn't like people asking the questions. I feel like they're just asking just to sound nice. And I'm yeah. just like, do you care, though? Why am I going to waste my breath yeah. if you don't care? I think it's just a lot of people had to wake up. I mean, yeah, it, I feel like at least everybody you know has to at least know one person that struggles from something. And I mean, I feel like because, yeah. Yeah. And especially like right now with the suicide rates, like are skyrocketing and we're still like having a stigma over mental health. We're still not treating it as serious. Like, like it's not, it's uh, it's not fake, obviously. Kill themselves. Yeah. To start being like, okay, you know, maybe mental health is a little something we should take more seriously. Like, like you said, if you want me to work more efficiently, you want me to live life more efficiently then we should start starts, the brain. Thank you. Because that's, that's going to, it's going to manifest. It's like a car. <laughs> we can't run everything without the, without the engine, bro. Like, yeah, my exactly. brain is my engine. Exactly. Because, and that's why for the people that are like still going through this and worrying, they're not fully taking care of your mental health or you're having, you're having doubts about it. Or you're thinking like, oh, you know, it's not that important. Like we said, if you're not taking care of that part, the rest of you is going to be fucking chaos. It's not going to be as healthy as it could be because you you can... I feel like it starts with that. If you start to take care of that, watch your physical, watch your emotional health, watch your productivity, watch you just taking more rest, watch you just having a little bit better sleep, a little better relationship with yourself and others. It's going to take time. Trust me. It is not a like all of a sudden one day you're like, yeah, I'm going to think more positive and that's just it. No, no, no. It's going to take some time. It's gone. Oh, yeah. It's depression who? <laughs> After a month, I'm I'm like stress free. Like, no, it's not like picture perfect. Not at all. Because as you can hear, Kayleen has been through a lot, you know, and I've been through a lot and it's been an ugly ass struggle. But you see that there is those rewards and there has been a lot more healthiness and more confidence and a lot more self-love but there is still those days of being like angry with yourself being Mm -hmm. angry with the world Mm -hmm. a lot of self-doubt still a lot of feeling like fuck i'm ugly i'm dumb like all this stuff or like man life is hopeless but for the most part i think it's like okay this is better we are getting better. We're okay now. We're we're it's just going towards this goal and it's a process that um, unfortunately and also probably fortunately it never ends though. And it's a good and bad however you see it, but it's something that it's always you're going to keep growing. You're going to keep healing, processing these things. We're human. It's normal. I really wish people made it more normal that people said, like, you know, if they like to disclose it. I feel like you shouldn't be forcing people to disclose if they have a mental illness. Because, yeah. like, if you don't want to, okay. But if someone wants to, I feel like we should normalize that to at least give them that space that if they want to say, like, I have bipolar, I'm schizophrenic or something, okay. 
do you need anything? Like, do you need support? Like, what do you need today? Or is there, right. or you're not doing good today? Um, how can I help? If you have the mental space to help that day or something, I understand you as uh, someone who wants to help your loved one or coworker, whoever it is that's telling you that. If you have the mental space to do that that time, please do so. I understand you are not going to always, you do not always have to be reliable. You do not always have to be there for others, vice versa. People have things, they have lives, they have their own issues. But if you have the mental capacity that day, you have that space to give, give a little because you could really like maybe that person never fucking heard that in their life maybe they bear they only heard it from a couple people maybe they're you know it's just you just really you honestly never 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 know what's truly going on with people behind the scenes and it really could mean the world to them if you just ask a few simple questions or just say do you want to talk about it i mean even just in there listening, someone could just vent and then they're like, okay, I feel a little bit better. And that's a load off them. It's a weight off them. And I know if that was me, I'd want that. So I don't know. just feel like it's like, it's a give and take. You can't just keep taking from people, but also don't just keep giving without, you know, getting a little something in return because that's, you know, you're supposed to be giving people the overflow from your cup, not the whole fucking thing. (laughs) And then you take whatever droplets are left. Like that's not how that's supposed to work. But you should be giving a little because this is a community healing that we have to do with mental health um, and mental health illnesses. It's not just an individual healing and processing and dealing with it. It should be a community-based thing. And that's what we forget in Western society and in our, you know, in our culture right now. But I feel like as in this era, what are we called? The millennials? Is that what we're called again? I don't know. Somebody else like, are we millennials? And they were like, no, 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 no. The people above us are millennials. We're like Gen Z. And then the ones below us Shit. are Gen X. I said, no, 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 no. I'm a millennial. I am not Gen Z. Do not ever. Yeah, like, don't upgrade me to that. Do not. As us <laughs> as millennials and Gen Z. I'm so sorry. I can't keep up with all of them. But either way, <laughs> us so as much. the M's and the G's, we are getting there. And I feel like we are the, I feel like it's just, we're so beautiful now like our community is just we're just progressing so much more than it was before and i understand why it was like the way it was before for our parents and their parents and our grandparents and why kind of where they i could see where they get those stigmas and those thoughts those beliefs and why yeah, but More I love that our generation is like, I don't give a fuck. Like, exactly. I, I don't care. I'm not tolerating racism. Exactly. I'm not tolerating sexism. I'm not tolerating I like that. discrimination. Like, We're not using those as excuses. Right. Because I grew up hearing the homophobic stuff, the the sexism, the racism. Yeah. I grew up hearing some of that from different family members. Not all the time, but a lot of the time from media and stuff. And it's like, I like that we didn't use that as an excuse. That's why I say, like, I can understand where they got that from. I can understand to a point why they kind of acted or had those beliefs but i still feel like you're hiding behind that like you're mm-hmm. you need to like be yourself thank you like you just like just because everyone's jumping off the bridge you're gonna jump off it too like my mom used to say that like your friend's doing it so you're just gonna do it too like so it's just like just because that's the norm quote unquote doesn't mean it's right there was right. always different norms and a lot of those norms were fucking cruel evil bad they were not good not healthy some of those were even legal norms doesn't mean it's right though you have to make the distinction i feel like mental health i'm i'm thinking that i have hope i have really high hopes that with our eras our generation or generations that we going forward are going to get a little better but i also want people i hope you guys are paying attention to what kayleen was saying about bipolar someone comes to you 
or you hear about it, you see anything in the media, please try to educate yourself and don't try to just take that shit at face value from media or movies or whatever because that shit is just going to have you fucked up. Like, that shit does not portray. I've not seen one real portrayal until you actually told me about it. Like, for real. Like, until you told me the real about it, that your experience, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I thought it was just a happy, sad thing. And I'm like, why did I not learn about this? But now I'm like, okay, I have no excuses now. That's just like the... The bare minimum, like okay, yeah, yes, you're very, very, very happy, and then you're very, very, very sad. Yeah, like, but in between, I mean, there's just there's so much. Yeah, and it's not that like I said earlier. I I feel like it's just not that black and white. Yeah, but um, that's what they're making it seem like because they don't want to get into all the nitty gritty. They don't want to get into all the complexities of it. Yeah, they just want to show you the overlay, I, the the general, the generalized version, the very like cutesy version, the whatever, right. the neat version of it. And I was just like, I think that's the same thing with depression, all these other mental disorders, and also anxiety. Because as you guys know, I'm open about that. Um, Kayleen's also, I think you've experienced definitely anxiety as well. Oh. I don't know which anxiety you might have. Honestly, I think I just have general anxiety, but I feel, and I think, I believe I'm high functioning, but it is, I feel like it's really bad. Like I've struggled with it for a long time. Yeah. I've had, um, I think you said you've had a panic attacks. I haven't Girl, had, I had any of those. I had a panic attack at Walmart last week for no Feels reason. You. Like, yeah, just coming and on. And the masks make it worse because like, I already feel like yeah. I'm being suffocated. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm already can't breathe because of the panic attack. Like, and I was like, I just want to get out of here. I just want to get out of here. The lines are fucking long. And I'm like, yeah. I just want to get out of here. I just want to get out of here. And that's yeah. why you keep playing in your head. And then, like, I just, like, was crying by the time I got to the car. And I'm just Scott like, what you. the fuck was that about? <laughs> and nothing, and, like, sometimes I feel like anything really triggered it, at least on the outside, but maybe something subconsciously. And I think that's yeah. what people forget, too. Like we were saying earlier. Your it's body like, oh, will catch up with you. That's what I constantly like, tell people. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you feel like you need some time off work? Take it off. Oh, but I can't because... Then okay. two weeks later, breakdown. Right. It's like, I like, just do it. It'll be worth attention. it. Just yeah. take it off. Listen to your body. Your body will tell you. And you'll hear that from doctors and everything, even when you're sick. Like, you feel like you're getting sick. Listen to your gut. Listen, listen to your, your body. Like, yeah. your body will tell you what's going on. Like That's the beauty of it, that yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, just, something ain't right. And we're showing you in this way, this way. Or it could be even, like, could, back ailments, anything. It'll show you in the smallest way. Yeah. Like, something is fucking off. Yeah. We need help help like it's off sos yeah and if you're ignoring it and you're like eh, i gotta go to work like okay yeah i get it but i'm still gonna do it's this gonna like up to you and it's gonna be yeah. three times worse if you keep letting it go yeah and i feel like that's what people are forgetting it's the mental and your body it's everything's connected so you're gonna have to work with it your body wants you to survive it wants you to live and that's something that i i touched upon and my therapist told me and i've read about on social media that um all these things like coping mechanisms because that's what i wanted to say about anxiety too is like there's your body I feel like it's been hard a lot of years for personally. I feel like maybe other people have gone through this as well. I'm sure it's it's for the most part. A lot of us have felt like I used to be super like I would be angry and frustrated at my brain and my body because it felt like it was betraying me. It was like, okay, like, why are we always panicking about shit? Why mm-hmm. are we always having this paranoia? Why are we always having these nightmares every day? Because I've been having for like two years now. Like, why and why you like this? Like, why do you hate me? It yeah. literally felt like my own body just fucking hated my guts. Like, it didn't want me to live. And it's yeah. like, but I realized these are the coping mechanisms my body clenching up me shutting down when people are yelling at me or get or i feel like a confrontation is going to happen i feel like somebody's mad at me or me constantly worrying if someone's 
feeling okay or I already catch on I already catch on to their emotions when I walk into a room and I'm like okay I feel like there's something going on or I feel like okay they might be mad that I said this or like I'm already 10 steps ahead of that person before I talk to them or whatever's going on and I recognize and I have you have to thank your body at first and be grateful to it that it actually was trying to help you survive the best way it could because those were things you learned with the traumas that you went through I had to learn those things exactly your body that's the base it wants you to live survive that's the main goal all the time every day you got to thank it that it fucking did all that. There's just so much fucking crazy shit. Like you said, the brain is fragile, but it is, it really is. It's really is. And the body is too, but it is super strong because it really, it's fucking amazing. The shit that it'll do to help you just get through some of the worst shit in your life, right. even if it's small triggers and you got to be grateful to it. And you also have to say, we don't have to be like this anymore though we don't have to do it like this here's another way we could do this and we're gonna work together because me i was going against it it was just a constant battle all the time and me just being so angry just fed into that and it's like i don't need to be angry with myself i feel like i should be giving myself fucking compassion like this is stuff you give to other people but we forget to give that to ourselves I feel like I was always just overpressuring the anxiety thing. I feel like people also are not understanding that there's different kinds of anxieties. And anxiety is not just a, oh, you just worry about stuff a lot. No, it's not. You fucking go through a lot of physical ailments. You go through a lot of like internal chaos. I'm always thinking of everything fucking bad that's happened or that could happen. And I'm just like always freaking out on the inside and worrying about, all these little things and that little thing on top of that little thing and it really starts to hurt my chest it starts to make me feel sick it makes me feel tired all the fucking time like I'm so tired like I just want to sleep all day and it's like I there was times I didn't want to fucking go to work and sometimes I didn't and I felt so bad like I was lazy but I'm like my body told me like we don't want to go we can't go like we're tired we need to lay down even if it was literally just not doing anything all day it was like we just need to stay home like we just can't do this we can't interact with people we can't get up and i feel like people need to normalize that and just understand that the superficial stuff that they're showing you on social media or the movies with anxiety depression any of these other disorders um that's not how it is it's not a cakewalk Um, and there's different experiences everyone experiences a little differently Um, so I'm not going to generalize for everybody dealing with anxiety because again there is different sub levels to it there's chronic there's social anxiety there's so many different ones Um, minds has also manifested in germophobia and um, OCD OCD is also that is not just if you want to be fucking neat I don't understand why people just think (laughs) I like to be nice and neat all the time I'm like, no, bitch, that's not, it's not it. Like, it's I'm that, sorry. It's, it's that there's a way things need to be at all and times. You fucking freak out. It's a like, controlling thing. It's more of a, it's, exactly. it's controlling. And that's what it's come and out And that's of. what becomes compulsive and obsessive. About and you it. have to, the, uh, one of the main, um, one of the main things that if you guys heard about it for OCD is a little thing, like maybe you have to, you have to close the door like five different, you have to close it every five, five times, every time you have to do that shit. If you don't do that or shit. counting. Exactly. You have to repeat repetitively count things mm-hmm. or hit a certain number. Exactly. 
exactly it's those it's the repetitive and compulsive behaviors that come and those come from traumas that might have happened mine's for my ocd my germophobia is because i didn't have control in my life it's because i was always and my anxiety always why i worry so much and why i'm a perfectionist and why i'm always worried about people being angry at me or hating me or not liking me or i was always a people pleaser and i did that at my own disservice that i forgot about me i was like nothing mattered if i if everyone else was fine that's that's all that matters i had to take care of everybody else because i was brought up that way to take care of everybody i was always getting yelled at always being everything was just nitpicked everything was like you know you're not doing this right you're not doing this right so i started self-doubt to the point of when i got older that i'm like now i'm 24 and i'm like certain little things in life even to this day i'm getting much much better but even to this day like even going to the store or like doing something or like um I don't know, something small, like literally, yeah, like going to the store. I'm like, am I picking the right things? Am I doing this right? Am I managing my money right? Like, am I like making this right? Am I cooking right? Do I even know how to do this? Like, do I know how to do this, that, and the third? It's like a constant every day of like self-doubt that I don't even know how to fucking function as a person or as an adult. I'm not adulting right. I don't know how to be a person. And sometimes not I'll feel- adulting right. <laughs> I know. What is adulting? <laughs> and then Where's it was that the thing. <laughs> If they had a guidebook, bitch. If they had a guidebook, I'd have it. <laughs> I would be like making sure I'm checking all the lists. Also, every day okay. and you know that thing that you said earlier when you're like i want to get out of my body and i'm like i felt that plenty of times where i'm like fuck this shit. like i literally like it was like i was like i don't want to be here i don't want to be and it's not always like death but it's like i literally just want to be here i don't yeah. know where i want to be but i don't want to be in this body i don't want to be this mind i don't want to be whatever the fuck i'm at i just want to be somewhere else or do something else and it's like a restlessness there's a hopelessness that gets into that run yeah like run from yourself. but you don't know you where can't. you go like you you can't like what are you gonna do <laughs> i can't morph into something else like i'm not a shifter like, i'm gonna run down the block and just keep running until i just look back at my legs are sometimes i'd be thinking that there. though <laughs> like i'm gonna go on a plane and i'm gonna just go here and like it'll be fine but it's like it's just so frustrating but then that this you damn body gotta skin. follow me yeah and i'm like why couldn't i have been born something else or someone else and then it, and that's in the part where and that's the people that's the part that you guys gotta remember that it's like you're battling that you're always that's when people say that shit it's always that's true sometimes you are your biggest bully and yeah. you are your biggest because obstacle there's points where i do not have control over yeah. myself so whatever manic me or depressed me is doing the, the real me is i don't know where she is and that's why i say like yeah i feel like it kind of ties into like multiple personalities or dissociation because you kind of just there's like when i'm like that i get to the point where like i'm not dealing with myself like this goodbye yeah like check out like i don't know where <laughs> i went but she gone and now i'm here and i'm like well here for a good time not a long time let's go do some reckless shit yeah and then she'll come back later and be like what the fuck happened you like, had one job <laughs> you had one job to take care of yourself now i gotta clean up this whole mess and that's how it feels like because you just lose all control and you just like yeah dissociate you're, you're gone yeah and that's i feel like I feel like people, um, I want people to remember too that what these with bipolar and when you're talking about depressive episodes, depression and anxiety, those two are conflated a lot. Yeah. People are really mixing the two up. It's because they do have a lot of same symptoms. They do. And one can lead to the other. Does. Exactly. And everything that's where it gets a little tricky. Yeah. Ties into everything. Yeah. Which is, There's yeah, those little really distinctions tricky. though. Yeah. 
Like, even recently, you know, my psychiatrist was like, well, how you've been feeling? And I'm like, I can't tell if it's hypomania or if it's anxiety because anxiety I get you yeah like high feeling and it gets yeah me like jittery and that I can't mm-hmm. stop moving and then the mania kind of does the same thing so I'm like right now I really can't tell like I can't I don't know and he's like okay that's all right like but I'm like how are you supposed to tell the difference between those <laughs> like like so oh, what is the little because yeah. I'm not spending money it's just anxiety yeah like because I'm not taking trips and going places and I guess it's just anxiety it's like, a little hard yeah and then it's kind of like well how do you treat this because so, there's different ways to treat either so I don't I could see how that's just really frustrating especially when you've got like multiple things or like mm-hmm. more than multiple like several um some people have like PTSD depression yeah, bipolar <laughs> you know I and I it's like it's a lot and I feel like people are not giving that enough credit that you know we're people you know like you like dealing with a lot and still going and mm-hmm. it's and it's tiring though and they're just seeing that the strong whatever part or some people think like oh they're just weak or just complaining and it's like bitch like why don't you try living for a day in my head or my body for, yeah, you know for a day please or just I'll the, imagine, just the day. You a bad day I'm gonna give you a bad day to live through and you tell me honestly how. a week I give you a fucking week and halfway through the week, you're you not going to want to be here. <laughs> Thank you. You're going to be frustrated yeah. because I feel like people yeah. are not understanding. And with anxiety too, it's, um, I feel you with the jitteriness. Um, I, I will get so like at the, at the stores a lot. And sometimes in my house when I'm overwhelmed, I, my partner can even tell you guys or my friends, they're like, fuck, like, I just look like I'm just going haywire. I'm just like, I'm like bouncing. Like yeah. I'm like bouncing. I'm like, fuck, fuck. Like, I don't want to, this is too much. I'm like I don't know what I fucking need I start crying I'm like I don't know what to do like I don't know what I just don't like this everything's fucked like I'm just fucked like <laughs> yeah. I'm fucked up you're like panicking. I don't, I don't yeah, know like what the, and I don't know what to do and I'm feeling back so I'm like well, what happened what do you need I don't know what the fuck well, I that's need that's the problem is I don't know I don't know why I'm feeling like this and that's a big problem <laughs> it's like shit if I knew I'd be doing it yes. like, and some people are just like well you know just be happy or like just do this or meditate and I'm like, I understand some of these tools can help, but it's not a one size fits all, you know? And it's like some of us, half, most of the time, anxiety, we've tried all those things. Anxiety is physical. That's what I've learned. Yeah. Like anxiety is And physical, yoga hasn't helped me and I wanted it to. <laughs> She's like, I wanted it to. I was sitting there like, well, this doggy style is like, shit, can I just, I was like trying to like just stop thinking, I but I couldn't. A it was TikTok. a constant over. It was a TikTok of a girl who said for anxiety, when you're having a panic attack, like you take a blanket, you wrap it around you and then you're like. It's bring yourself it. in the moment. Yeah. It's bring you, like, yourself, make yourself it safe. It, it's pressure really does help. Like mm-hmm. it really does help. Like it's a physical thing. Your body needs to feel something physically to release that anxiety. So like. Yeah you know because nothing else pressure you don't even gotta exactly. say nothing just hug me just hug me super 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 tight to where like yeah. you feel like you're gonna kill me at first I'll, I'll be like, like <laughs> first I'll be like what the fuck I don't know just and get off me you just like breathe yeah. you'll calm down like so you need some pressure or maybe some people need to hear something I've heard maybe like ice you just needed to sit there yeah just something to bring you back cause I feel like something with anxiety it's always yeah, you're in the past or the future Boom, shit yeah somebody just flick me just flick me <laughs> Just slap me. me. <laughs> just push me. Out. Me, out. <laughs> just push me down the stair. It's fine. 
That's all I'm going to think about is I fucking fell. I won't even be thinking about what the fuck I was thinking about. I'm just this in is, shock. This is us using our uh, humor to deal with the actual <laughs> reality of it. Dark humor. That's what, it's a really good idea that you said that because I, I truly, I didn't realize that it was physical until I heard people saying like, yeah, you it should be. It is a physical you, thing. You, it's bringing back in the moment because yeah. you're always in the future, the past, and the present. It's sometimes yeah. all three. And I know mine's is always all of them half the time or at least in the moment in the future but i'll be thinking not just today i'm thinking about like or this moment i'm thinking about the rest of today and tomorrow and the next day or this at least next three days or a week and that shit gets tiring 20 years and people don't realize how fucking draining that is with a constant and that's what i was saying like it's not just i think i've seen some of those things and people overusing the words like i said being bipolar they're overusing depressed or overusing anxiety or ocd or something or anything or schizophrenic or something you don't realize though with anxiety or ocd that you it feels like i cannot stop my own brain like it is constantly talking constantly 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 yeah Yeah. and you're just like can we shut up for like a second damn like i'm i'm just trying to sit down and watch tv I'm just going to the bathroom. Can I just go to the bathroom? That was me all the morning this morning. Yeah. Like, can I just breathe? Can I just, can I just stop thinking for two seconds? <sighs> and then like, you stop thinking, and then you're like, oh shit, there it goes again. Just start thinking again about like, am I not wait, thinking? What do I gotta do today? <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. Why am I not thinking? <laughs> There's something I'm gonna forget. It's too you... quiet. It's too quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's like that's why I think it's just super important for you guys to like really check in with yourself your loved ones, check in with people, really try to educate yourself because again, like some of y'all are taking for granted that you, you're not, you're not having the constant racing, you know, you're not having the depressive, the manic episodes, you're not having, you know, you being depressed and like, I don't know, just start and also start giving people the benefit of the doubt. Don't keep just thinking people are faking it just because they end up going to work, just because they came to class today. That does not mean they're not they're they're okay or, or that they're good. They're still just trying to act normal. Exactly. And, you know. They could be walking down the street dancing and you don't know that they were crying yeah. five minutes before. Yep. You don't know that Happiest maybe yesterday people, they say are the worst, you know? Maybe like last week a family member died. Maybe they got broken up with. Maybe they're they have to get off their meds or something. They're changing meds. Maybe they can't see their therapist because of money, insurance. Maybe whatever. It's the smallest to biggest things. And understand the triggers and understand the voices in your head. What I had to do because of my anxiety um, with people and me getting depressed. I started to get depressed for a lot of years and me being up like just so like feeling down on myself and everything. All these bad things. I was realizing that. Because your brain and your body, the base is they want you to survive. Those voices are ten time, nine times out of ten not your own. They are those past voices or other people in your life at the moment. Whatever. If it's your boss, your parents, your old ex-girlfriend or boyfriend, um, an old classmate, somebody, a teacher that says something to you. It could be anybody saying these things and now you've internalized it. And don't think that your body hates you. It's just it's hard it's easy to internalize that shit it's easy for that shit to soak in it's you know especially if you've been told or these things have happened to you years and years and years or even months because it's easy to develop habits it's it's quick to develop bad and good habits i mean if this is something that's been a routine for you of course your body's not going to just let that shit go you're not going to forget that even if you think you have your subconscious is going to bring that shit back up and it's going to manifest so you have to be self-aware of what your triggers are and let people know that. I feel like we're not normalizing that. We're not letting people know 
um, you know, hey, this topic, it's triggering. I, I don't I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to I don't want you to ask me about it. I don't feel comfortable right now at this time in my life. Um, this is not something, please don't ask me, you know, yeah. don't, don't bring this up or don't, whatever. Don't make jokes about it. It's hard to stand up for yourself when you're in that it situation is. though. Especially so when you have, that. yeah. Cause it's low self-esteem that we've come from. Like yeah. it's, it's a lot of low self-esteem. So you're going to feel like, oh fuck, they're going to hate me. They're not going to like me. They're going to be mad at me. They're just going to, I don't know. You're just thinking all these things, but I think it takes that one time. And then after that, it gets a little, it may get a little bit easier or it may take a long time to get easier. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's going to be fucking rainbows after that shit because it's still hard for me to still set boundaries or tell people or stand up for myself. It's still hard. Like, because every time I'm feeling like, fuck, like, am I wrong? Like, am I just sensitive or emotional, quote unquote? Like, what am I? Am I too this, too that? But you understand, like, you deserve to make a space for yourself and stand your ground and you deserve to, you know, be alive in this world. And yeah. you are worth everything. And you don't have to be giving people everything to be that. You're just being you. You just being alive is enough. You trying to survive and thrive is the most important part of you being here. And just, you know, making connections and be honest with people. I think that's the best way you're going to have a better relationship with yourself and others. Is if And when I started setting boundaries with partners and people and myself, because setting boundaries with yourself is probably also a hardest fuck thing. You think it's easy, but it's not. Like, you just be sitting here like, It's easier no. to give advice than take your own advice. Same thing. Exactly. Same thing with boundaries. I can tell somebody, oh, hey, you should watch your boundaries. You should do this, 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 this. And myself, like, I'm like, God fuck. God forbid to listen to my own. <laughs> I'm like, you know what I should do? No, we're not doing that. Never mind. Like, <laughs> I'm like, but we should. It's the smartest thing. It's the best thing. But you sometimes, we're still going to self-sabotage. That's part of the traumas. It's part of all of this. It's part of all the bad stuff externally, internally. But it's something that it's going to come with practice. Like we said, this is not a just a totally beautiful thing, perfect thing. This is a very hard, difficult, fucking ugly ass process. I've mentioned this before on other podcasts. I'm going to keep mentioning it. We're going to keep mentioning this every time because I want people to under really get that in your head that this is not something just bubble bath and you know i don't know what else like you going to buy things all the time and then that's the self-care or it's going to be good after just one time you have to continuously set boundaries with yourself and people you have to continuously work on being aware of your triggers and what you need what your body wants what it needs on a daily on an hourly um you and, and also be aware that you can change these boundaries and change and your needs and desires and wants can change whatever aspect in your life they can change and you're allowed to change your mind you're allowed to change your mind when you hear new information you're allowed to change your boundaries when you get with someone new or you have new friends or maybe later in the year you're like hey now we could talk about this thing that i didn't want to talk about before that's fine reset the boundaries people are allowed to do that with you too though remember that that's the best form of self-care for you and them if they also set boundaries with you so encourage them and encourage your your loved ones or whoever your coworkers to you know tell you what their triggers are or to tell you or to be honest with you and how they're doing because i don't want any more that bs of like yeah. i'm awesome i'm great all the time that could be the case sometimes i really could be the truth but <laughs> like i wish but that could be the, that could be the case once in a while with some of y'all you mean people live without mental illness <laughs> <laughs> sometimes be feeling like rich people i feel like they're probably people like i'm awesome i just feel no, like in my head like that's the a fantasy in my head i'm like they're the worst bro Trust yeah me, they're probably like no. mentally not like all the way 
Yeah, they're probably like, not taking care of that aspect. Like fame, I can't even imagine. I would probably, I wouldn't. I value privacy I too like much I, to the to an extreme. Yeah. I'm like, nope. Close. I want to close door. This is my space. Don't touch it. Don't do nothing. Don't come in my space unless you ask me. Tell me like, how to live. Tell me what yeah. to do. Tell me where to go. No. People are just taking pictures, and that's and that's where that's it's hard. It. I feel like people aren't. They are understanding that the celebrities you love and follow, they do not owe you all this. They go through shit too. You don't know, especially if you have a mental illness or different mental disorders. They're probably struggling. Like, that must be a lot to ex- people expecting that they get access to you all the time. I value privacy so much because I never had it like that. Yeah. So now I'm, like, super, like, I've always for years, and that's where I realize, like, why I'm so, like, like neurotic about my space has to be a certain way. It has to look a certain way. Nobody can access it. You literally, like, physically, literally, I don't want anybody to come in my room unless you ask me to. I don't want you touching myself unless you ask me. And that's a, to a point that I try to bring down, but I understand where that comes from. It's a trigger. Like, no, you're just invading me, my space, without someone asking me because I've had that too much being violated. So I feel like that must suck ass that people think, like, I get to always take pictures of you. I get to always just get an autograph. I get to always just know everything about your life. I have to know. Like, you owe it to me or something. And it's like, you forget these are people. Like, what the hell? Like, they don't owe you, like, they're doing the best they can. If they're really good and they care about their fans, they're going to try to accommodate. They're going to try to be um, as open as they as they can. And maybe that's only a little bit. Be grateful for that because they don't have to give you shit, really. Mm-hmm. I, and it goes both ways. I feel like they're trying their best. You got to respect that. You got to respect their privacy and their boundaries. And I feel like it must be fucking 10 times more difficult to have that, though, to navigate that because you have a, you have to have a team. You have to support your fans. You have to be there. You have to collab with people. You have to be there for other artists. Like, I don't know, I feel like there's so much different stuff that it must be really hard if you have a mental illness. So that's why I can understand with Kanye if he's having a really rough time. Yeah. But there's a lot of the shit with that. And I feel like people are just really just taking that and making fun of it or demonizing it. And it's like, just try to understand the root. Try to understand what it is he's dealing with and other people. he's about to collapse. Like, that's the thing. When you go he mania, might, to be you honest. go down and you hit hard. Yeah. Like, I don't agree with this shit that some of the shit he's been saying. Like, a lot of shit he's been saying, it's been off the wall. Like, I was right. like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, hell no. Like, Which is like, but, for someone like me that's already aware of what it is, you know, yeah. like, the minute I saw it, I'm like, oh, he's just manic. Oh, okay. And it, like, did not phase me because I'm just like, oh, that's normal to me. Like, I know yeah. what that looks like. I've seen it. I live with it. I, yeah. like... I, I get it, but I just feel like, like I said, I feel so bad for the family because it's like, people can bash my family too. Like, oh, but you didn't help your grandpa and your 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 parents mm-hmm. didn't help their own father. Like, no, like you can you mm-hmm. you can do it all you want, but they're not gonna allow you unless they accept it. Thank you. And that's that. They're their own person. You nobody. Maybe if you don't want help, man. you're not gonna get help. Right. You can only you can only help someone that wants to be helped. Yeah. And I feel like they're putting way too much pressure on the people surrounding. And that's the thing is that it goes both ways. If they're trying to be as supportive as they can of the person that's going through it or people are going through it, that's good. But they also, it's just a give and take thing. And if they're not allowing it, then they're not allowing it. What the fuck do you want them to do? You want yeah. them to, to fucking shackle? Well, you want come, me to shackle this down. person? He'll come down. He'll ask for it. Yeah. And and it's, I, just, it's just unfortunate that, of course... It's just because he's in a public eye that it's, like, a big deal. But it's, like, people do this all the time, every day, all day, every day. But on a small... But, yeah, they're, but because but they're not famous, not people famous. are not seeing it. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's, like, just, instead of looking at it as a negative, think of it as a positive. Like, okay, well, since we've got the celebrity, let's keep an eye on him. 
let's make this normalized. Like, let's talk about it. Let's get informed about it. Because look, here's the examples he's showing of what happens. Like, but instead everybody's just like looking at it as a negative thing. Yeah. And they're just continuously to keep pushing these narratives. And I'm what I'm thinking is because I, I really want more representation of, you know, bipolar and all these different things that, you know, we've been talking about today and also in general, just all these other things that we're still not getting representation for. I'm really just keep hoping that creators and writers like myself, and that's why I keep trying to push writing about the real experience of these things and trying to get the actual perspective of people yeah. who've actually been through it. Um, and I'm just hoping that you guys, in any way or form that you can help contribute or support, whether that's donating to organizations or funds that um, go towards helping people um, with mental illnesses or, you know, queer folk or indigenous or black folk, um, Latinx folk or disabled, you know, anything that helps, you know, if it's housing or for mental resources, mental health, for ther- for them to get therapy or, you know, help, um, whatever it is, food, clothing, if you guys could donate or just help spread the word, if you guys can help write about these things, um, put art about it, you know, put blogs about it, podcast episodes about it, um, audiobooks, talking about it, writing letters. I don't know. There's just, I feel like there's so many different ways we could try to really just start really keep, just keep normalizing that shit. Cause I'm hoping by fucking 2030 or whatever, I'm hoping this shit is like, yeah, that's, that's fine if you have that. Of course. Like, mm-hmm. what do you need at work? What do right. you need at school? How can we help you? Like, can we offer you some um, <laughs> after work uh, therapy? Would therapy you like group sessions? We only take like a couple dollars out your paycheck. Like, we only That'd take be, a little, or we don't even take anything. This is just an added can extra. You get a 20 minute decompress class? Like, yes. Thanks, actually. We have these cats in the cat cafe. (laughs) (laughs) We have these dogs in the doggy daycare right there next door. You can go fucking play with them for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Like, the fuck? If they, I feel like this shit is just, I feel like we could do it. It's going to take a minute. But I think if you, if there's something, or also you can, I feel like we can be um, suggesting these things. Maybe suggest these things at work or at school or if you're in college, whatever it is. Write these things to your to your principal, to your what I don't know what the, I was gonna say headmaster. I'm thinking of England. Um, write these to your dean. The kings right? and queens. <laughs> <laughs> write these things to your boss, to your to your coworkers, to your friends. I don't know. Put that shit up there. Let's try to make this happen to where they try to normalize this shit. Again, I don't know how to go about this, but I will. We will figure this out I'll together. Yeah, we're gonna figure we're, it out. We'll figure it <laughs> out. We'll research bullshit. it. <laughs> I feel like that would be that would be one of the ideals. That would be one of the biggest the blessings that I think the mental health, the you know, those with mental disorders and issue mental health issues in that in this community, I feel like that would be one of the most fucking fantastic things I would find and it would make me feel better about going to work personally yeah. and about going to class. But um I, I, but as it is, because it's going to take, I feel like, a longer time to get it on that societal level, um, to get all that better, it does kind of start a lot of times from individual, the individual level. So if we're just doing that by the little ways, like I said, asking, gigs, mm-hmm, yep, asking coworkers, asking friends, writing about it, putting art about it, whatever it is, just talking about it with each other, doing it for your kids at school. If you're a teacher or a parent or you're a boss um, or you're a coworker, whatever you are doing, whatever field you are in normalize that shit little by little that shit catches on a lot of times that shit catches on like wildfire too so just do your part you know we can't do everything um by ourselves we definitely can't not possible it's not what we're saying but 
do what you can with what you have and where you are and just try to educate yourself a little bit and that just helps in and of itself for you to just try to be more informed and you taking the time to fucking just understand what these things if you aren't aware or you're just learning about it or you kind of know but you've got you've got some misinformation if you took the time of today or after today to learn more about bipolar disorder depression anxiety and all the different sub levels that'd be that'd be awesome that would that shows that you are willing to if do some of the work. Questions, mm-hmm. Can they questions, can yeah. they um, DM you or ask you a little bit, um, Kaylee? Because yeah, I don't want to say just just ask her, but yeah, uh, ask yeah, her if no, she's okay with or it. Even, yeah, even even if that that could be a whole another podcast of just answering questions about it. Um, yeah, just people have. I'm curious as to what questions because I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm used to it. I lived through it, so it's like I don't know what. Yeah. What regular people would have? I know that's why I never really had like, that many people ask. No one's asked, and that's the thing. Not really. No, I don't think so. And I'm just like, so I like I get like I like I said before. Don't make somebody like the spokesperson for it. Right, don't don't right. put it on them. But I feel like it's okay to ask some yeah. questions or, or even come up and be like, hey, can we talk? Do you mind talking to me about this? Like I got a few things I want to clear up, or I, I got right. just a question. Maybe I'm I don't always, know if I'm going through it. I'm always yeah. okay with informing people and giving them more education about yeah. it. Yeah. You want to spell out your Instagram and I can put it in the bio for it people if they is want to. It's K A E L I N A S H L E Y. I was like, wait. Yeah, that's my Instagram. And you can always you can DM Kayleen, follow her, ask her. Um, of course, try to be as respectful and try to be as respectful with the questions. Um, and you can always ask me, Andre Ivana. Um, a lot of you probably already follow me, but yeah, uh, you can always follow me as well. Um, we're always open to answering these super big fucking mental health advocates. The both of us, um, we're always willing to talk about this shit. Kayleen has always said she's willing to offer support and talk about this shit with you guys. So take advantage, but you know, respectful advantage of the fact yeah, that she's open. I don't, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm I'm going through it, but if yeah. I have, like she said, if I have the mental capacity, I'm yeah. more than willing to talk. Definitely. I, I would I would ask if you don't know. It's always better to ask than not know. And if she doesn't want to answer too many questions or she doesn't want to give you, uh, you know, or she doesn't want to talk too much about her experience or anything, whatever, she, or if she can't answer or vice versa, if I can't answer something you have... I will try to direct you towards Google and a, and a specific, maybe a specific link or blog article. I don't know. Maybe I'll have a specific a social media person that has that has it too and may have more information or a psychologist um, social media page, you know, a video, something, YouTube, whatever it is. Maybe I could try to direct you towards there, but I'm also willing if I'm mentally capable as well. That time that you're asking me, I'm always open to support and um, answering questions. And if you guys do have questions about anything we've talked about today, send them over. Encourage anyone you're following to just send in questions and we can do another one like this and just literally of just answering those questions. Because, yeah, I, I kind of feel a little I'm like, damn, why haven't people asked us that would be fun and it would be interesting i i would definitely like doing that that's not a burden perspectives yeah yeah i agree that would not be something bad so if you have a fucking question ask that shit i don't care if it sounds dumb like if you're like hey i don't know anything just ask if you don't 
feel like putting your name just put anonymous fuck it nickname whatever like yeah. we just we're not gonna try to make fun of you you know just to be mean like we might make jokes here and there but that's also part of coping and that's also part of making it to where you know it's not always having to be just serious and sad like we can also you know bring the lightheartedness now you know about this or you know bring because humor and laughter is one of the best medicines as well this is what helps me get through my anxiety is always watching comedy stuff and hearing other people laugh about it you know really being serious (laughs) about it yeah and real about it but yeah having that dark humor does actually help (laughs) in some ways like you know just just laughing at yourself sometimes or laughing at it and just being like you know that's you know that that was hard that hurt me right there but and we're gonna get through it we're gonna get through it and we're gonna (laughs) laugh about it later you know and just like try to just try to have a little more positivity about it not the toxic positivity but have some positivity about it and um going forward and dealing with this and if it's something lifelong and if it's you know because i know some depression anxiety and some or ptsd some sometimes these disorders can be for a little bit they could be temporary they could be seasonal they're seasonal depression but if you have one like ours that's lifelong mine's I feel like I'm gonna have a lifelong after this because it's been here for so many years and I don't think it's gonna always go it's not gonna fully go away but there's a way that we can handle it and we can handle it yeah we we will get through it not but but and we will get through it yeah we will manage it and we will manage it yeah and I I do appreciate you guys being on here, and I appreciate you, Kayleen, for being here and talking of with course, us about yeah, your no, experience. Thank you for uh, having me again. You know, it's always a good time. But I'm yeah, looking forward to the questions. So. Yeah, send them in, guys. I'm gonna when I put this um, episode up, I'm gonna I'm gonna encourage you guys to answer ask some questions um, until and then when we have like maybe at least like five to ten, we can do another episode. If you have like 20, 30 max, then we we can do those too. Um, as always stay safe. I know this was, this episode might've been triggering, um, for many of you. Uh, Do you have any tools or tips for anybody that's dealing with that may be dealing with bipolar disorder or depression? Cause I I know you've dealt with both to just inform yourself as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Like, um, if you don't even know where to start, just start at just reading about it. Just start reading about all, um, of the mental illnesses or that you think you may have, or that you have been diagnosed on. Mm-hmm. Um, just reading about them and then coming up with questions and then just do your research on those questions. And I'm strongly encouraged to talk about about it with somebody that you trust, that you love, yeah. um, someone that supports you or someone that's very open-minded because mm-hmm. like that's also really important when it comes to these kind of conversations. Um, other than that, just inform yourself first. Yeah, educate, self, educate. self-educate as best as you can and just ask yep. questions. Um, just find new ways of therapy or, you know, traditional going to an actual therapist or, you know, someone, a counselor, psychologist, um, or just, you know, find something that you can do that helps bring you peace, brings you happiness. Remember, those don't always have to bring you money or monetary gain or be productive in that in the Western and traditional sense. It can be something for just you just to have fun, just to bring that stress down, just for you to ground yourself Um, because it's super necessary. Like we said, like Kayleen said, great point is that if you're having, dealing with anxiety or you used to, or you know someone, it's, it's a bot, it's you, if you, it's a physical thing. So definitely have something there that can help you. Even like we said, someone to hug you, that's helped me actually quite a few times. Felt weird at first, but when like my partner, if he knows I'm really going through it, if he just sits there and is like, hey, take a take a second and he's like just give me a hug and i'll be irritated because i'm like going i'm like in my head i'm just like i gotta go 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 do this that and when he's giving me that hug i'm like 
and he's just like you know like kind not forcing in a bad way but he's just like hey take a second and then he's making me give him he's giving me the hug and i'm like oh okay like now i'm like yeah. back in the moment i'm not fucking thinking yeah. yeah so that kind of stuff really helps so do that for someone else if you can um hopefully someone can do that for you as always hope you guys stay safe um much love to you guys and i'll see you guys next time